2: Morgan, do you know anyone that likes to go golfing? Because.
3: Oh, never heard of the sport before. What's that? 60s today. Don't tell David. He'll be gone all day.
2: This is like, it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. It's like a roller coaster at Cedar Point. It's a 30 point swing today. <laughs>
3: yeah. And then Unreal. just to be back at 20 degrees tomorrow. Gotta love Northeast Ohio, right?
2: Unbelievable. Since
0: you've been.
2: Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. It's the Q Morning Show. Good morning. It's Bill Ryan. It's Morgan. Someone texted in. They said that Mother Nature is using the Powerball numbers to decide what the weather's going to be for the day.
3: I think that sounds about right.
2: Makes sense.
3: 64. <laughs> yeah. 22. yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's unbelievable. That's this 40-point-degree uh, swing. Uh, By tomorrow,
3: we should do that like for a full week, like on a Monday morning, do a a random Q104 Powerball drawing and predict the week of weather just based on the numbers that we draw. See See how how close close we get.
2: See how close we are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the 60s depends on if this warm front gets pushed up today, too. So it's a possibility that it's not going to make it. You know, I mean, Don't say
3: that. We're manifesting one good day. It's <laughs> the
2: unpredictability of Cleveland weather. Oh, but the,
3: how bad was yesterday? Yesterday was so bad.
2: Oh, with the with the uh with the rain?
3: Yes. I just wanted to sleep all day long.
2: It took me I picked up the kids uh let's see, I picked up Drew after school around 3:30. Uh and then I picked up Will and we wanted to go to the batting cages, our batting cages mm-hmm. to, just to get some baseball practice in. It took me about an hour to drive from Rocky River to North Ridgeville.
3: Oh, it was horrible. It was deceptive though, too, because it didn't necessarily look bad. It just looked like rain, but it was very icy yesterday.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing. I mean, there's still going to be traffic accidents. And even though we don't have the snow, still going to be accidents and lots of traffic. And, and I'm not used to sitting in traffic
3: <laughs> or but, snow really when you came back from Arizona.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> just uh, that kind of a crazy day yesterday. Again, uh, 60s today, dropping back into the 20s tomorrow.
3: What about on Saturday? Do we know what's going to happen on Saturday? I can't Give me even... 40. Give me 40. <laughs> big money, big money. 40. Let's bet
2: on it. Get up, get up,
0: get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me that smile in the morning. It's
2: the Q Morning
0: Show. Your memory is
2: Q-104 plays the hits. Always live on the free Odyssey app. It's the Q Morning Show. You've got Bill Ryan. You've got Morgan. It is always fascinating to me how this stuff comes up so many years later. Because from time to time, we have the opportunity to talk to a musical artist. Right. And let's say that we were going to talk to Pink this week. Would it ever even occur to you to ask Pink about the Lady Marmalade song No, from over 20 years ago?
3: I know. And there's so much history behind this. Did you know that?
2: No, I didn't. I, I mean, I remember the movie when it came out. So it must have been like right around 2001, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. It was iconic. I mean, everyone remembers <laughs> like bumping this song. I was in the backseat of my mother's Bonneville, but we loved it, me and my sister. But I had no idea there was so much drama behind this song.
2: So tell us about the drama.
3: Okay. So basically all of the drama on set went down between Pink and Christina Aguilera. And I'm going to reference a Behind the Music special on VH1 that came out in 2009. Because this is Pink's side of the story at first. Basically, Christina Aguilera's label exec walks in. And he didn't say hi to anybody. And he just said, what's the high part? What's the most singing part? Because Christina's going to take that part. And Pink says she stood up immediately and was like... Uh, nice to introduce yourself. I'm Pink. She's not gonna sing that part. Like, this is what the meeting is about. So that's when it started. And then they keep doing these interviews throughout the years. Um, Pink went on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen in 2017 (laughs) and said that Christina tried to hit her in a club. And then a couple years later, Christina went on Watch What Happens Live and said, no, I didn't, but we did get in a, a verbal fight. Uh, and, th- and then she said on Lady Marmalade, she was ha- Pink was heckling her all day behind the director, and that's just what Pink did back then. Uh, but as far as now, I mean, I think they're okay now.
2: Yeah, if you think about what the musical landscape was back then in 2001, you had Pink essentially competing with Christina Aguilera and and Britney. Uh, and Britney Spears, yeah, trying to, trying to make her own image yeah. at that time, and uh, Pink was kind of exploring with some different, like her first album. Pink's first album was songs that she didn't even want to do. Oh, like, really? Yeah, songs that uh, she she feels like the record label forced her to do. Uh, she didn't want to perform them. She didn't want to do the you know, the videos or anything else. And it was really Pink's second album that was more of of what she wanted to do. That was the uh, just just like a pill phase. Yeah,
3: love that phase. I mean, she even said in her song, I'm tired of being compared to Britney Spears. Yes. She's so pretty. That just ain't me, you know, like she's been trying to tell us. That was from
2: the, uh, that song was Don't Let Me Get Me. Yes. yes. Great
3: song. Great song.
2: Absolutely. So there's a little history there between all of those artists and... Yeah, I would think that everybody's grown now, and that's so far in the past that they wouldn't even be talking about it. Here we or are focused on it.
3: <laughs> Here we are. But
2: we're talking about uh, Lady
0: Lady Marmalade <laughs>
2: in 2023.
3: What a great
0: song, though.
3: So
2: I, I guess what they should do is they should take the advice, the the new phrase that I want to use. You know what? I love you too much to argue.
3: Yes, there you go. That's there a, you go.
2: That's what they should uh, use from now on. All right, it's the Q Morning Show. <laughs> Get up, get
0: up, get up, get up! Waking
1: you up. Bring me that smile in the
2: it's the Q Morning Show. Q one four plays the hits. It's the Q Morning Show. Thanks for being here. It's six fifty one. It's Bill Ryan. It's Morgan. So the question that I want to ask you, Morgan, and uh, I think it's kind of personal because I, it's not a question that I would ask you every day, but did you have to go to church last night?
3: No. For Ash Wednesday, right? For no. Ash Wednesday. No, I'm not Catholic.
2: Okay, so Ash Wednesday and the Lent thing—that's the—that's just for Catholics. I it, think it doesn't. So I it doesn't, don't want
3: to say it wrong. It
2: doesn't cross over into to other faiths.
3: Right. Well, I think uh, it's hard to say because I don't know, like you know, the the rules and stipulations around Lent and confession and stuff like that. But based on my loose knowledge of it, we have similar things you know so instead of like lent um in my non denominational church we will sometimes fast it's just not always you know this time of the year so okay yeah,
2: does that make sense sort of uh it see the thing with me is i was raised catholic so born in a in a catholic family and it's weird because then when you uh, grow up and then you experience, you meet other people and you, you see what else is going on in the world. Yeah. You're like, wait, wait, not everybody eats fish on Friday. <laughs> yeah. And, see, uh, that's
3: not something I did growing up.
2: And they get the ashes on the forehead and everything else. Oh, not everybody does that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird. Uh, and then I'm not a practicing Catholic at the moment. So it, it's also strange for me because I still participate in some of the traditions, even though I'm not a, practicing Catholic, which makes me feel guilty, by the way.
3: <laughs> what traditions do you still practice?
2: Well, like last night, I had Alaskan cod for dinner.
3: Oh, nice.
2: Which I didn't go out for it, but um, I need to find a new fish fry place, by the way.
3: Oh, well, um, we can get into that, for because sure.
2: Because last year, I went to the Nash on East 80th, East 80th in the uh, Slavic Village. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're doing fish fries again this year. What? I can't find them on the list. They haven't updated their Facebook page. I don't think they're doing them. So I need to find a new fish fry place. But last night I just had uh, some Alaskan cod from Costco.
3: Well, there how was it? Uh, it was great. Yeah, you good. Know, yeah.
2: I mean it's it's, you know, fish on yeah. Wednesday and then yeah, I'll participate in the uh, in the fish fries. I love getting involved in the fish fries, but then I won't give anything up for Lent. Like why not? I, because again, I'm not just, practicing yeah. so I, it's like I'm picking and choosing right. the things that I want to get involved with it's and it makes me feel as a Catholic as as being raised Catholic, it makes me feel guilty about I feel guilty about it
3: yeah because you're not supposed to just pick and choose the things you want to do
2: right. like on Easter, I feel guilty on Easter because I don't go to mass yeah, but then I still celebrate Easter. So yeah, it's a, it's a weird Catholic guilt thing. I don't think we have the time. I think only a therapist can help me. Yeah, yeah or work like it out go now. to
3: confession, isn't that what that's for? You're right.
2: I'm supposed to go to confession. <laughs> yeah, and
3: stop confessing things to me.
2: I'm supposed to be repenting my sins for, the next, for the next forty days. I don't even have a priest here. <laughs> See, I'm doing it all backwards. Yeah. Uh yeah, we should get in I need a new fish fry place. Let's get into that uh, uh sometime soon. We'll put a pin in that. Uh we also have A trending report. It's on the way next on the Q Morning Show. Q104 plays the hits. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning. It's the Q Morning Show. It's Bill Ryan. It's Morgan. Am I coming off as a little ornery today?
3: No, I don't think so. Why?
2: All right, good. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like that. No. Like, I, I feel like my tone is bad. I, I'm in an okay mood, except for I went to go grab my breakfast this morning. Okay. And my breakfast is usually... Um, I
3: see you have a box full of... Uh, is, what are those?
2: It's just a... it's grain bra- yeah, bar? Yeah. It's usually just a, a granola bar. Okay. Something simple in the morning. And I've been eating these uh, protein bars from Costco, uh, the Kirkland brand, and their peanut butter and chocolate, and they've been delicious. But I, as you can see, I'm on my last one. Okay. That's my last one. So my wife, who frequently goes through my stuff, uh, she'll go through my bag and she'll and see, this is why (laughs) this is a nice thing. She goes to my bag and she looks to see what my granola supply is. And she filled up. But she gave me a whole bunch of new granola bars. They're the Nutri-Grain bars. Yeah. Look what they are.
3: Green apple, apple, apple cinnamon. cinnamon. I knew you were going to be ticked off about that. She
2: knows I hate the <laughs> apple cinnamon. Why? I, mean,
3: I know that you hate the apple cinnamon, so. Why does she do that? <laughs> Maybe for this reason. Look
2: at that. There's like 15
3: Nutrigrain <laughs> They're bars. They're all, all apple cinnamon.
2: All apple cinnamon. She know either she forgets or she does it on purpose. Because I think she does it on purpose because she wants to get rid of them.
3: Oh, because nobody likes them. Because right? nobody
2: in the house likes the apple cinnamon, so she gives them to me.
3: I'm not going to eat them. <laughs> Go ahead, throw your fit.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand them out on the street. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm a gonna good do.
3: Good idea. Give back to the community.
2: There you go. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm grinding my gears a little bit.
3: <laughs> nice. Uh,
2: you have something that you need to grind your gears about. Yes,
3: I'm fuming.
2: Okay. Do You want to give us a little hint, or should, should we just get into it coming up?
3: No hints. I, okay. If I start talking about it, I won't stop.
2: All right. Very good. Morgan wants to grind her gears coming up.
3: Waking up, getting you up and going. Waking up with hit after hit. Rise and
2: shine after hit. Waking up every day. Real life. Real Cleveland. It's the Q Morning Show. From the one 800 Now Traffic Center. Miley Cyrus on the Q Morning Show. It's Bill Ryan. It's Morgan on Q104. It's 720. So, who gave us this idea? It was Austin Love, I think, from WKYC Channel Three.
3: It was, yes.
2: So we it was just this is an excuse for us to just complain about things, yes, basically. Yes. Uh we call it grind in my gears, and then someone accused us of ripping off Family Guy.
3: Which I gotta be honest, I don't watch Family Guy. Do you think I, someone like me is sitting around watching Family Guy?
2: I think I would love Family Guy because I I see the clips on uh ig or tiktok or something like that and i laugh yeah but i've never seen an episode all the way through
3: yeah no thank you
2: but then this person is absolutely right because i did some research and we are kind of ripping off family guy (laughs)
3: listen to this you know what really grinds my gears
2: (laughs) that's the thing that's peter griffin right there
3: (laughs) well we should play that audio every time we do this segment
2: all right. I'm, I'm in. Let's do it. You know what really grinds my gears? My
3: landlord right now is really grinding my gears.
2: Your landlord. Yes. What is going on with your landlord? Okay.
3: Let me just preface by saying my landlord is a very sweet, nice 93 year old Italian man. He's
2: 93. I don't
3: know if, if he's 93, but he's, he's up there. He's, <laughs> he's in his late eighties, early nineties. He, he built the apartment complex himself. Like back in the day. And he's been taking care of it for years. He's a handy man. And I think because he's in his late 80s, early 90s, he's looking for things to do. My landlord, bless his soul, has been in my apartment four times in the last two weeks for three hours or more fixing things. Things that don't need to be fixed. We took a door off our closet. He was in there for four and a half hours fixing the door. And after it was done, David and I don't even like the way the door looks now. Uh, and I, how do you, how do you say, yeah. L- Mr. Landlord, can you please leave us alone? Because you know, you know better than anybody, Bill. After you're done with the show. You need quiet for like Mm -hmm. two hours. You need people not in your business. You need to decompress. So imagine for the past two weeks having someone rummaging around your apartment for three hours or more.
2: Okay, so I have some questions just to to clear some things up. Now, these issues in your apartment, you're not complaining to your landlord about them. He is coming up with these issues on his own. Yes. Now, is he giving you... Advance notice that he's coming into the apartment? Does he put it in writing? Does he say, I am going to be in your apartment from noon until four no. this afternoon? He doesn't do anything like that. No. All right. But then the way you describe him being... Uh, An older gentleman who built this apartment complex with his bare hands. Literally.
3: I mean, he had help, but it was him.
2: All by himself. I mean, this is a labor of love for him.
3: I know, and that's why I feel guilty complaining about it because I know he's just trying to be nice.
2: He loves the apartment complex. He wants to help. Yes. Do you know how many people have landlords that uh, that complain about their landlords because they don't do anything? Yeah. I mean, there's so many landlord horror be, stories out there. It would
3: be different if there were problems that needed fixed, but they don't <laughs> need fixed. And for him to come four times in the past three weeks for three hours or more, it's like if, I, the, if this was once in a blue moon, okay, fix the doors, put new hooks in the bathroom, do whatever you want to do, but it's starting to become a pattern. And I'm not liking it.
2: Ninety three years old. You said he's Italian?
3: Yeah, he is Italian. This is a super guy. Su-
2: he's like an older Super Mario. He is <laughs> He is the Super Mario. He's the he superintendent.
3: God bless his heart, but leave me alone, please. All
2: right. So what do we do here? Two one six five seven eight oh one oh four. If you have advice for Morgan on how to deal with her landlord, if she should even deal with her landlord.
3: I can't break his heart. I can't break his soul.
2: Or if you want to complain about your landlord. Yes. Because God knows <laughs> landlords do stupid things, creepy things. Uh, it's all out there. I see it in the news every day. 216-578-0104. Call from mom. Answer
0: it. Call silenced.
2: My love. My love. Q104 plays the hits. It's the Q Morning Show. Hey. hey. You know what really grinds my gears?
3: <laughs> my landlord. This is so <laughs> nice. I feel so evil.
2: So Morgan's oh, having no, problems with her <laughs> 93-year-old Italian super, super, super Mario.
3: Yeah. God bless him.
2: So basically, he's... He wants to fix things. That's that's a good thing. It
3: is a good thing, but he wants to fix things that aren't broken, in yeah. my opinion. And when he comes over four times in two weeks and stays over three hours, I'm like, dude, can you please just give me some peace and quiet? It
2: sounds like he is just looking for something to do.
3: Yeah, as I know. A, as an
2: aside, this is. I was just thinking about the first landlord that I've ever had uh, when I moved to Lakewood. Uh, Way back when uh, I was renting the the downstairs of a duplex of a Mm. house and the house was owned by Mr. Baumgartner. Okay, and I swear to God, he was like 90 years old. Really? And like in the middle of July, he would mow the lawn like on the hottest days. (laughs) And I even said to him, I said, we will mow the lawn. I said, cause I had a roommate, we, we'll mow the lawn. Yeah. Like if you don't even have to take a discount off the rent, we'll do it. Don't even worry about it. And I, he wanted to do it himself. And I felt so guilty. It's like 95 degrees outside. Yeah. Uh, I'm sitting, you know, in my air conditioned apartment, you know, drinking lemonade. Yeah. And, and the
3: 95 wa- year old is outside mowing the lawn. There
2: he is. <laughs> I felt so guilty. So I, I kind of know how you feel on this. Uh, let's go to Neela and Avon. Neela, good morning. Good morning. What should uh, what should Morgan do about uh, Super Mario?
0: Well, I'm normally always part Team Morgan. But, uh, I, know, you know, I know, you know, I know, I
2: know. But you're saying you're
0: this a very time, Italian person. Yeah, you do not want to set off an older Italian man. It will not break his heart. It will set off his temper, which is very scary. <laughs> oh, see, I feel
3: like I look at my landlord, and he would not hurt a fly. Like he he is just. This little well, old man. I hope man. not. <sighs> oh. I hope if not. If he's... Guys,
0: just, just give him a bottle of red wine and say thanks. Okay.
2: A <laughs> bottle of red wine. Yeah. Wow, we're just hitting all the Italian stereotypes here. <laughs> Take him out to dinner tonight at Olive Garden. Yeah. Um, okay, so who do we have next? We have Emily in. Menor. Menor. Good morning, Emily. Good morning. What do you think? What should Morgan do about her, her landlord problem? Is it really a problem?
0: I think he's lonely. I think he's just looking for company. I think maybe take him out to breakfast or lunch. See if, you know, he opens up. What? Wait, take him out. Wait.
2: You just took a left turn there. Emily, I wasn't expecting that one. Take him out to breakfast or lunch.
0: He is so nice, though.
2: I, I, I think that's a step too far. I think if he's spending four hours a day in your apartment, I don't think you need to take him out for a <laughs> that's meal. That's
3: true. You know who would do it, though, is my fiance, David, because he take makes friends out. with the brick wall. Yeah. You talk to a brick wall for hours, so maybe I'll put David on that.
2: Well, there you go. When you get home, and if uh, if Super Mario is there, yes. then just have, and, yeah, have yeah, David take him we can get
3: out. our Italian neighbor, Arsenio, who's also in his late 70s that David <laughs> likes to chat it up with. The three of them could have a boy's day. Maybe they could go. There you go. Oh, my life has been saved.
2: Oh, you figured it out.
3: I don't know if I really did, but uh, we'll pretend.
2: Hollywood Dirt Sheet on the way next.
3: Who's the smartest
2: suburb in Cleveland? Your suburb is counting on you. It's the The Battle Battle
1: of the Verbs
2: on Q104. We are ready to play. Morgan has your four questions ready, and our co- contestants are here, so let's go.
3: Euclid, Perry, and West Park getting ready to ret for their city. Let's kick things off with Kim. Kim is in Euclid. Good morning, Kim. Good morning. Are you on your way to work? What's up this morning?
0: We are in the car drop-off line.
3: Nice. What does the temperature on your dashboard say?
0: 34 degrees. Okay, we're not
3: quite there yet. We're supposed to be up to 60 today, right? (laughs) Yes. Slowly but surely. All right, Kim, here we go. Four questions, three seconds to answer each one. Question number one. Who is the most followed person on Instagram? Kim Kardashian. It's a great guess, but unfortunately, no. Let's go to Cindy in West Park. Cindy, good morning. Oh, yep, Cindy. Sorry, wrong it's okay. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning. West Park has thirty-five wins going for thirty-six. You ready? Um, I didn't hear the cheat sheet, so probably not. Oh, well, good luck to you anyways. Question number one Who's the most followed person on Instagram? Uh Cristiano Ronaldo. That's correct. Question number two, a tadpole turns into what species of amphibian? A frog. What is the nickname for the great bell of the great clock of Westminster in London? Big Ben. For the win, Cindy and West Park, name two of the four artists who recorded the 2001 hit Lady Marmalade. Oh, um, Christina Aguilera and Little Kim. That's right. Cindy and West Park coming for the top spot. I think you're like two wins away. I've been
0: working on it for a long
3: time. Yeah. yeah, this is win number thirty-six. I'm trying to look it up because I believe Euclid right now is our number one or Illyria thirty-eight. So two wins behind, we could have a new champion here soon.
2: Is it all on Cindy's shoulders?
3: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. A lot of pressure. Cindy is repping for her city. Congratulations! Tell everyone listening who made you a winner.
0: You won not
1: it's time to overshare. Hey, uh, so mom. Yeah, it can be something juicy, embarrassing, or even life-changing. Step
2: into our confessional, the Cleveland Confessional, on the Q Morning Show. We are now officially into the Lenten season, so confession could be good for you.
3: Yes. Could be
2: good for your soul. Now, still um, go
3: to your proper confession, but you can right. also come to us.
2: We're not official by no. any means, <laughs> but uh, whatever is on your mind, let's talk it out. Uh, this morning, we're going to Lindhurst. We're going to talk to Holly. Good morning, Holly. Good morning. Go ahead with your confession.
0: Well, I want to confess that I just learned my parents have been lying to me my whole life.
2: Oh, it <laughs> okay. sounds like they should be the one confessing,
0: About not what? You. Oh, um, about leaving the center light on in your car. <laughs> the center light. Like the one yes. above the console? Like the center console light? Yes. Yes. Leaving that on. They told me it was illegal to have that on while you were driving. (laughs) And I just learned at the age of 32 that that is not true.
2: Okay, so I think I'm starting to understand. So the center light. So it's not something that you leave on accidentally because it automatically turns off. Shouldn't it turn off automatically? Yes.
0: Yes, it's like it turns on when, like, the light, like, when you open the door, mm-hmm. but, like, you can also, like, turn it on, you know, to, like, yeah, and leave it on. Your hair and makeup. Yeah. And, like, sometimes, like, you're looking for things in your car, so you turn it on. But they told me that it's illegal to just, like, <laughs> have it on while you were driving.
3: When, how did you realize that this was not true? Like, the jig was oh. up when? Oh, because I got pulled over
0: by a cop. <laughs> And while I was driving, the center light was on. So I was like, oh, great. So I'm getting pulled over for this right now. So when he, when like I pulled over to the side, he was like, do you know why I pulled you over today? And I'm just sort of staring at the center light. And I was like, because of the light? And he's like, no. And he just started laughing at me. He's like, um, I couldn't pull you over for that. And I was like, What? And, like, I don't even know, I, I, like, I don't even remember what I was doing. I was probably speeding because I just sort of, like, blacked out. Like, I was so shocked. So, like, why would my parents lie to me about something so silly and small? So, like, he just let me off with a warning, thank goodness. But, yeah, it was at that moment that I realized that they lied to me my whole life about having the light on in the car.
2: <laughs> now, why do you think that they lied to you? Have you, have you asked him about this?
0: So, no, I haven't asked them about it, but my like my only assumptions are either they themselves thought it was illegal or they're just annoyed at me when I was a kid always playing with the light, you know? Yeah. Because it's, like, it's very satisfying pushing that button in and out. So I don't know if that was the reason. But, like, I have a five-year-old daughter, and I told her it was illegal. So, like, now I'm having, like, this parent-child, you know, guilt of telling my child
3: also a lie. Thankfully, (laughs) you can correct the course with your five-year-old. She has a while until she gets behind the wheel. So that's true.
2: (laughs) I totally get it. Um, I have two boys, Holly and... On long trips, sometimes they like to have that light on because they want to read. But for mm-hmm. me, as the driver, it's really distracting right. to have that light on back there. So I don't want them to have it on. And then Paula had this idea where she got them like little reading lights. But that's even worse because they don't sit still and read. The light is like shining all over the car, like it's some <laughs> sort of a disco ball in there, which is even right. more distracting as the driver. There. So right. I kind of get—I kind of get why your parents lied to you.
0: They shouldn't have they shouldn't have lied to me. They should have
3: just said, "Please stop doing that." They should have told you the truth when you turned 16. Right, before
0: I started driving myself. Well, this. you shouldn't
2: be driving around with the light on either.
3: <laughs> it's not illegal though. So does it really matter if she does?
2: No, it
0: doesn't matter.
3: Exactly. I
2: guess. I just want you to be safe, Holly. That's all I want.
0: Well, thank you. I will I'll make sure I don't drive with it on. Not because it's illegal, but because it's safer. <laughs>
2: Thanks for calling for the Cleveland Confessional. You know what we should get into is things that your parents told you when you were a kid that turned out not to be true.
3: Oh, I have a laundry list. The pastor's kid. Are you kidding me? All right. We'll get into that <laughs> coming up.
2: My right, check. One, two, one. Two.
0: Oh, 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 wake up. Oh, waking you up and playing all the hits.
2: Give you the feeling from night to day. The
1: Q Morning Show. Q 104.
0: From the one 800 Now Traffic Center. Oh, but I am a major look.
2: It's the Q Morning Show on Q104. It's Morgan and Bill Ryan. We want to get into things that your parents told you when you were a kid that you found out years later it was all big lie.
3: Uh, I have a couple in mind. Do you?
2: Uh, I was, I've been thinking really, really hard about this. Uh, no. The, the answer is no. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I did meet a guy in college. Um, and he told He told me that when he was growing up, his parents told him, That he was allergic to alcohol.
3: That's one way to get your kid not to drink alcohol.
2: And he, I guess he was allergic to other things, but then his parents also told him, oh, by the way, uh, I don't know what it was. You're, you're allergic to peanuts and alcohol. You can't have alcohol. So he did not drink when he was in high school. (laughs) Yeah. And then when he turned 18, that's when they told him.
3: Oh, interesting.
2: Which made me think it's like, well, why didn't those parents just wait until 21? Yeah. To be, you know, Legal, but I guess they didn't want to continue the lie, and they let him go off to college. And, I I mean, he went nuts his freshman year, I'm going to tell you. Yeah,
3: I mean, I can imagine that. I just recently found out, I have no idea why this lie started and why my parents told me this. Have you ever heard, like, if you touch a frog, you'll get warts? Have you ever heard that? I think
2: so. Yeah, I remember that's the, not true. the frog thing. And I don't
3: know why my parents ever told me that. It's like, did they really just not want me picking up frogs that's as a e- child?
2: That's exactly right. I mean, why would they want you to touch a frog? Because <laughs> you might bring it into the house. They don't it want that. does
3: really matter. Like, it's not the end of the world. But another. If you
2: bring a frog into the house. I mean, I don't think I'd be thrilled with that.
3: It's, I think it's different bringing it into the house than playing with a frog in the backyard. You know, like they could just say, Hey, don't bring it into the house. And I probably wouldn't have, but obviously they lied to me about where babies come from.
2: They, oh, oh yeah? yeah. Well, what did they, what did they tell you?
3: And it's the stupidest lie my parents ever told me, but I believed it up until I was probably in my teens. I would say probably 12 or 13. Anytime I would ask where do babies come from, my mom would say that the female swallowed a watermelon seed Mm -hmm. and that and that the watermelon seed was growing into a baby in the belly. And I bought it. I didn't ask Mm -hmm. any questions. I was like, okay, don't swallow any watermelon seeds. Seven year old Morgan, unless you want to be a parent a good tip <laughs> yeah I don't, a good tip. I don't know watermelon
2: seed i've never heard that one
3: i feel like that's the most common lie though by parents when their young children ask about the birds and the bees where
2: do babies come from yeah uh possibly yeah i can't even remember if i even wanted to know
3: you've never lied about something to your sons like oh um my my mom would tell my nieces that target closes at five o'clock so they can't go to Target past five <laughs> o'clock to buy things.
2: That's a good one. Or you need a membership to get into Target.
3: Yes, like, that's a good one too. Just
2: like Costco, you need to have a membership yeah, to get in there. Exactly. 216 578 0104. The lie your parents told you as a kid, you believed it, didn't find out until years later that you were wrong the whole time. Q104 plays the hits. It's the Q Morning Show talking about the lies that your parents would tell you when you were a kid and you didn't find out the truth until years and years later. We have texts coming in. Uh, faster than I can read them yeah, here.
3: I can read them. You want me to read them? Yeah, read Okay, we got a text out of the 440 that said, my parents told me that the Magnum ice cream bars on a stick mm-hmm. had alcohol in them, and I believed them. One day, my sister was eating one, and I went, oh my gosh, she's eating one of the alcoholic ice cream bars, and that's when they had to break it to him that uh you, or her that it wasn't actually alcohol in the ice cream bar.
2: That's so funny. I have another ice cream one that came in. It says... When the bell rang on an ice cream, cream truck, uh-huh. my mom would say it's because that means the ice cream is sold out. Oh. So when when you hear <laughs> music on the ice cream truck, that means they don't have any oh, ice cream. Oh,
3: that poor person. Their whole childhood was a lie.
2: When, they, when, they drive, when the ice cream truck drives down the street and there's no music playing, that's when it's okay to go that outside.
3: so messed up. But it would work like a charm, wouldn't it?
2: Uh, this person texts in, I once found a tube... Of, let's say it was a tube of gel. Okay. On my mom's dresser, I asked her what it was. She told me it was cherry chapstick. What? And then That's she- the
3: best she could come up with.
2: <laughs> and then she actually put it on her lips. No! Oh God. No!
3: mother in that instance, honestly. She Dumb
2: was, answer. She was committed to uh, <laughs> maintaining that lie. Ooh. Hollywood dirty with Morgan. We'll do that next. Listen to every MLB game
1: live. In the deep left center field, it is high.
2: It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader.